Welcome to Finding the Line. My name is Ben. And I'm Nathan. You got a better intro. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I just had to do it. Because we don't plan these things. No, we don't. (laughs) You get to swoop in. I know. When you plan, you set it all up. (laughs) And have your cool intro. With my long intro. We're doing it again. Welcome to Finding the Line. My name is Ben. And I'm Nathan. That's much better. (laughs) Much better. So, Ben. Ben, Ben, Ben. That's my name. We Benjamin. just established that with these Benjamin. Openings. Benjamin. What have we ever said like what was your name when you're in trouble? I think we have. You just We said, have. Yours was Benjino? Now Benjamino, yeah. Benjamino. It's close it's enough. Italian. I got Owen there. So that was good. You go. showed me recently the trailer to the 1993 hit. <gasps> Of Mario Super Brothers. Oh my god. Mario Brothers. Oh, Who has yeah. seen this movie? It's hands an... up, I don't care where you are right now. Just hands put your up hands up. Seen this just movie. Put your hands hands up. in the air. Like, like you just you don't just, care. That's it, that's Unless it. you're driving and please have both hands on your vehicle. <laughs> we would not want your cause oh of death to be podcast. So, we were at the pub the other night and it just randomly came up that Super Mario Bros. has a movie, like Bob Hoskins in it. It's like the most terrible it is horrible. early 90s movie that uh, trends like whatever you call it version of a video game version of anything into yes. a film like there's a dance number in this movie <laughs> there's like rocket it's in a dystopian alien dinosaur alternate reality yeah where the, where the dinosaurs it's, have evolved and they've big they they wear suits but, and they talk and as mario and luigi in it yeah yeah live and, action it's and really live action and D- the movie itself is actually amazing <laughs> in all of the worst, best ways. Yes, absolutely. But we did the mistake and we dialed up the trailer on YouTube. Yep. So please pause this now. Go and watch the trailer on YouTube. It is the worst piece <laughs> of trailer cinematography you will ever see your entire it, life. It's, it's, it's hard. So, so pause right now. Welcome yeah, back. Welcome I back. you appreciated <laughs> the trailer. <laughs> it was amazingly bad, but so the movie good. movie is better than that trailer. Yes, absolutely. Anyway, shall we move to question time, Ben? Yes, we shall. Hello. Please leave a message after the tone. So what are we doing? Oh, what is... What is... This is we're just dialing up. We're making, making up our own questions this evening. <laughs> Absolutely. This question comes from the universe. The universe has... According to it Ben and Nathan. In, it got our email address, finding the line at... It, I don't even know what our email address is. It's Doesn't an matter. email the address universe that got it. Yes, absolutely. And um, the universe... Has asked. That includes Ben and Nathan in <laughs> it. Ask, what is a film? Maybe two films. Ooh, two. I think it was like... Uh, two films? More? Okay, okay. Well, two films that have changed. You're channeling the universe right now. so go I am. It. I'm just trying to think. Shoot, Jesus. <laughs> what is... What is three films... What? ...that have changed your worldview, your life in some capacity? Whether, you know what I mean? You can roll yeah. that. Okay. Go. Okay. Oh, that's such a hard... Question. Yep, I know. Okay, all right, we're gonna pause just for some thinking time. Two hours later. 
Okay, well, I guess the universe channeled through you to ask this question, so I have mm-hmm. to go first. Yeah. Um, it's actually really hard. Like, there's so many movies that I've watched, but usually, in some way, every movie challenges me and changes me in some way just because they get super invested. Mm. Um, but if I think back on... Can I can I branch the TV series as well? Yep. Thank you. I shall. Good. Sorry, hang on. <laughs> the universe. I'm sensing the universe. Are you sensing the universe's response is a yes? That's yeah. nice. Thank yes. you, universe. Um, so, all right. Should we just go one for one? Mm-hmm. All right, cool. So the first one I'll go with, um, mostly because it was quite formational when I was young, was the Robert William movies, Dead Poet Society. Mm. Um, I think there was just something about that. There were a, a lot of it about how people acted mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and how people were forced into certain ways of thinking yeah. and how... This sort of this idea of going out into the woods and reading poetry, but largely it was this like coming of age, breaking the rules, exploring emotional sides of things for young boys was this awesome way of understanding the world around me. Mm. Um, Really Mm. broke a lot of the social norms that I was was starting to understand in my life when I was watching the movie. And yeah, just... Yeah, quite a groundbreaking film in maturity for me, I guess. Yes. Um, so that was one that challenged me when I was young. Mm, okay. Your turn. Um, I've decided to maybe do the films for the last four years. That's what I'm going to do, just to make it easier for myself. Sure. How um, you want to go about it, buddy? Because there were so many, and I feel like I wouldn't actually... Because I think, and you touched on it, not on air, but just before, like films and story, really... Um, always have the capacity to change it. So I'm just going to narrow it to, to a few over the last few years I've watched. First one I'm going to pick is Philadelphia. Philadelphia, Tom Hanks came out in 1993, probably watched it the first time about four years ago. It was very formative for me in the question of how I'll approach the, the topic of LGBT because the film is about... Tom Hanks got his first Academy Award from it. And then following it, he got Forrest Gump. Tom, right. So he, two years in a row, he got Best Best Actor. This was his first film he got Best Actor for. And what I liked about the film, how it changed me, is that it put humanity more, more flesh and bone to the question of um, LGBT people because the main character in this film was a lawyer who was being discriminated against because he contracted AIDS. Mm. And it's a court case film, but it's probably one of the best court case dramas I've ever watched. Yeah, right, okay. And it's based in Philadelphia, which is the city of brotherly love. And that that, that theme of the city, of the city's name, and, mm. and the song that was attached to it, written for the film, um, that was sung by Bruce Brinstein, is just incredible just mm-hmm. the contrast of the city of brotherly love and but how are we treating our brother how are we treating our fellow human being mm. so that was a huge eye-opener for me that film. Yep. cool yep cool all right so my second one it's actually a duo one but it's like it, it's a it's an anime tv series there's two iterations of the anime series called full metal alchemist and full metal alchemist brotherhood mm-hmm. uh, brotherhood is the far superior series it's amazing everyone should watch this series it's incredible uh, but from the first one, I remember watching it and going, one of the themes that sort of come out of there, or one of the interesting ideas they played with is that uh, there was this character who had sort of achieved immortality. Um, but even though he had physically been able to like live 
forever in a sense. He's, they played with the idea that his mind couldn't last forever. Mm. Um, so that the human body, the human psyche still breaks down over a period of time, which I always thought was a really interesting sort of wow. um, concept to play with um, as far as like humanity is still limited, even if you could mm. exist forever. Mm. Um, it was interesting. Um, anyway, and, but the Brotherhood series was oh, really quite challenging for me in a lot of ways because basically what the series does is it has a really big discussion of what it means to be human. And they work through the bad guys, which represent the seven deadly sins. Um, Mm -hmm. Gluttony, lust, anger, or wrath. Um, And each, minor spoilers, but sort of at the end of each of those characters, whenever they sort of beat or defeat each one or come to a place with each one, they find out that the, the core thing behind them is that those representations of, say, lust actually envy humanity's ability mm. to feel love in a sense um and it was actually this going through all of those sins were all representation of something that humanity actually held in itself and the opposite and those things showed a, a jealousy for that that humans could experience it which i thought was just a really beautiful way of summing up the human experience in a really positive way mm. so that was a really cool show for that cool uh, my second film is the film silence which is based on a book by the same title and this came out a couple of years ago. Whilst I think since I've started my faith, I've always been willing to be open-minded and think through things critically. I think there was a, a more, a, a greater deconstruction, capital D, that was probably resulted, not directly resulted from this film, but it was certainly coexisting with some other things that were going on. I was going to Europe, exposing different cultures, ancient Greek culture, and be like, oh, wow, people have thought differently for thousands of years. <laughs> and I was flying there. And, and I was reading Pete Enns at the time, Sin of Certainty, and there's all this stuff was going on. And then I watched this film. I watched this film on the plane called Silence. And um, it's hard to... It, it's pretty much a story of Catholic missionaries going to Japan to rescue mm. one of their people who... They've heard rumors that he's become an apostate to the faith, but they don't know that. Um, necessarily mm-hmm. they're just going there to find this particular priest and to rescue him i don't want to spoil the film too much but there's particular poignant scenes which really challenged how i view things like persecution and faith and what what it means to go to different cultures with a particular mindset i don't really want to say more than that i just encourage people to watch that film mm-hmm. i think it was such a haunting film to watch yeah it's on my list i do need to watch it's that it's incredible film. so i won't say anything more because i don't want to spoil it for for either you or our listeners but yeah it's cool. extremely no good all right cool and my last one is another anime tv series which i've mentioned multiple times on the show is naruto, naruto. <laughs> <laughs> and it's really poignant to me because i finally got my ass in gear and actually i'm like 15 episodes away from the end but i finished like the main arc this is just like conclusionary epilogue stuff that's happening now interesting which is just to acknowledge the feat of that you know the the first series which is naruto is like some 450 episodes and i just wow. watch episode 497 of like yeah the grown-up ship it in series it's a lot of tv <laughs> that is a lot my gosh um but the core ongoing mm. heart of the show and they hit it nail on the head when it comes to the ending um is community is the way forward and individuality as far as isolation mm-hmm. um won't take you anywhere yeah like 
um, and it's the ongoing thing. And they, but they do balance it in the sense like there is a sense, there is a need for the individual to be able to take things on. Oh, absolutely. But if they don't do that with people around yes. them, then there's zero point in it. I like um, that. And it's completely self-centered and you have to basically strong arm everyone into taking that stance. Yeah, interesting. Um, whereas if you take share the burden, mm. then everybody is on board. Um, mm. Mm. Beautiful series, amazing show, awesome message, challenges mm. me constantly on my understanding of what community means, what it means to be part of a family, mm. um, how to fight for that, how to be honorable about that. Yes. Um, yeah, Naruto has in many ways made me the person I am today. Wow. Like it's an incredible yep. show. Yeah. Yep. My last one, cause I said I would be using films probably in the last few years. So I've excluded plenty of films as I'm sure you have as well. Um, film, this was the most recent one. One of the most recent one. I rewatched it probably about a month ago. Watched it the first time probably about three months ago. And that was the movie yesterday. Oh yeah. It's so good. Have you seen, so you have seen it. I've seen it yesterday. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brilliant film. Beautiful movie. Uh, and I think for me, I was, you can intuitively know things and then you can experience it in, in fresh ways. And what I've intuitively known that it really is all about love relationship. Um, and that's not about having the money, the lights up and fame, everything you, you can, if you, you can have all that, but if you have not love, then it really means nothing. Mm. I think the film yesterday really depicted that well. Uh, I won't give spoiled a particular scene, but there's one particular scene which where there's a dialogue between the main character and another person. Uh, is that how dialogue works? Is it? Is yeah, it? <laughs> this particular other person is pretty relevant to to just the the history that they're unpacking in the film. Of course, the, the band, the Beatles. Which you know, this isn't the spoiler. Yeah. Part of the plot of the film is that he knocks himself out. Well, he doesn't knock himself out. There's a, he gets hit by a bus. He gets hit yeah. by a bus when there's a global blackout. He wakes up and the Beatles don't exist anymore, but yeah. he knows all their songs. And, and random other things, which I thought was... Yeah, yeah, that's so right. Coca-Cola. Great, great running joke. Uh, yeah, Harry Potter. <laughs> a few other things that didn't exist anymore. Cigarettes. I think it's hilarious. But anyway, um, but so he just writes all the songs. And he starts performing, gets globally famous. And he, but he just hits this wall. He's like, well, what am I doing? What's life all about? Mm. And I think... Um, he has this particular poignant scene where he talks to somebody yeah. and uh, he just comes to the conclusion of what it means to have a successful life, the criteria for success, which are the criteria for happiness. Mm. And uh, it has to do with, there's a simplicity to it. And I just left that film, that theatre going, what am I doing in my life? Like, what, what am I actually making my life about? Yeah, like, who cares yeah, yeah, about yeah, yeah. if I get followers? Who cares if I get well-known who gives a yep. rip if at the end of the day my life isn't marked by both receiving love and giving love yeah totally you know what i mean yep so yeah that changed my life that film recently yeah mm. cool well um go out and watch all these movies and spend copious hours watching anime shows <laughs> yes, <laughs> that would change your life <laughs> <laughs> So, I don't know if you're aware of this, but Kanye West <laughs> released yes. an album recently called, called Jesus what? is King. Jesus is King. You actually told me about this. I was I was away. You're in Fiji. I was in Fiji. I had seen little murmurings of this thing happening, that this thing dropped. 
and everyone was just losing their minds. What were your th- like? Don't tell me about the album because you'll get to that. We'll get I'm to sure, that. but I just want to know. Just, just pause for a second because you're in Fiji. I want to. I want to mm-hmm. set. I want. I want to hear the scene. Like, were you kind of like, what? There's this album. It's called Jesus is King from Kanye West. Legit, I thought it was a meme. Yeah. Like, okay. I, <laughs> I was like, yeah. this is a meme. This isn't real. Yeah. Okay. Like, what the hell? Yep. Yeah. All right, go on. Yeah. Um, that's and that's basically what I knew until like. Uh, I did a little bit of research to figure out it was an actual album. Yeah. And then I was like, I'm in Fiji and I couldn't give a rat yeah. <laughs> about what's going on in Kanye's um, yeah. theological life at the moment. So yeah. I turned it off and walked away. Yeah, totally. Um, until I got back and you were telling me that you actually had listened to the album. Mm-hmm. And Yeah, so I, I like the sound. Lyrically, it's hit and miss. I actually don't... To be honest, all theology aside, I just, I just, I just like... Just, rocking my head to it <laughs> you know what it, it, you know what you, you can have an album with with no lyrics and it can just sound cool so i just like the sound Fair enough. i like the sound yeah yeah um but it's interesting because i i i'm i'm surrounded by a lot of a lot of people who are christians both at my workplace and just also at church i go to and it just it, it what, what it's done though for me is that it's just interest it's it's generated a lot of interesting discussion because i I work with a lot of Christians at the workplace I work at, go to church, and uh, it's been interesting here with these diverse opinions. So not only is it just a, a Kanye West album, but it has opened up all these questions, which, to be honest, are probably questions mostly, I wouldn't say exclusively, but mostly Christians or churchgoers are actually thinking about. Mm-hmm. Like, for your average person, I mean, I don't know, but I just have this sense that maybe others just don't give a rip. <laughs> I, was, like, I was at the shops, right? Um, you know, at the shops, it wasn't a quote, you know, quote unquote Christian shopping center. It was yeah. just the shops the and it was played over, yeah, right. over the, and it was like one of the, his more, one of the really explicit ones, like right, explicit okay. gospel, really yeah, sounding yeah, lyrically yeah, yeah, yeah. ones. And I was, I was said to the guy, oh, what do you think of the new album? He's like, oh, it's sick. Okay. Yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah. I, I don't, I, mean, I don't know this guy from a bar of soap, but he's just enjoying the album. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I just found that really interesting. So, you sort of like, I wouldn't say you sold it to me. You like, you pretty much said what you had said at the moment. We had a little bit of a discussion of it when I get back. So mm. um, I dialed it up and I had a listen and I thoroughly hated it. <laughs> this is great. I love um, how much you hated it. But go, why? Firstly, on production quality. Okay. Um, for me, it was rushed. Like I could just hear how rushed it was. Yeah, like, yeah. Songs didn't end well. They didn't wrap up. Obviously, he hasn't spent time yeah. to really think about them as art pieces. I don't know what his albums are normally like, so maybe it's just part of his genre as far as I sure. know. I don't normally listen to him. Sure. Um, I do listen to hip-hop, though, so it's not like I'm, I don't know the genre or anything. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. As far as the lyrics go, as, like as an evangelical or even just as a Christian piece of art, I just felt it was buzzword after buzzword oh, after totally. buzzword. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, my goodness. And all I got from the album was... This guy really wanted to pump out something Christian. He really wanted to use all the buzzwords he could, and he really wanted to talk about his daughter a lot. Like <laughs> daughter, where the daughter? He just kept talking it? about protecting his daughter. Did he? Um, yeah, like fathers protect your daughters. Oh um, yeah, and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, it's yeah. like oh, because he owns them, and <laughs> not literally, but I, just, I understand I just the sentiment. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. See, yeah, see. It's sorry to interrupt. Is there's more you wanted to say? No, 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 no. You're right, okay. Because it was interesting, like, lyrically, you're right, it was all the correct buzzwords. It was so buzzy 
that it got like the gospel coalition, for example, yeah. like which is like more reformed, yeah. um, uh, Christian reformed coalition mm. of people. Yeah, and it got them going like, oh, you know, there's there's a conversion story here and things like that. You know, yeah. Right. Um, so it's interesting. I think the buzzwords got Christians buzzed. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, it would have got a good response. It did, and uh, I guess I sat there going theologically. For me, it, for me, there was probably one song I I read like the lyrics. I was like, I'm actually connect with these lyrics, mm-hmm. and that was the song "God Is." Right. I really like that song. Uh, not every single lyric, of course, but there was there was a good chunk of that. I was like, yeah, this is this is a cool. This is there's something good in this. Mm. But as for the rest, I guess for me, it wasn't even like a theological thing for me. I just really, which is funny because I'm deeply theological. Yeah. But, well, I, but I for me, I just, like... I just really liked the sound and I liked how it had that kind of cool smoothness to it. It was like it was 27 minutes, bam, bam, bam. <laughs> and I'm yeah, like, yeah. yeah, I'm done with the album. I'm going to listen to it again. Yeah, fair enough. Like, like I, I definitely didn't it. critique it in any theological way. I was yeah, like, I yeah, can't yeah. even enter into that space with this piece of, oh. piece of work. But it generated um, all that discussion and that's what I find fascinating. Like, well, I think How like, people have yeah. interpreted Kanye West on the far side of the release of this album in exactly. terms of faith. Yeah. And I don't really want to have a conversation here about whether or not we think he's Christian or no. a genuine sort of faith because I don't think there's any space for us to do that genuinely. Absolutely. But I think mm. we can have an interesting discussion mm. about the whole celebrity Christianity mm. because... This is a big thing. Like mm-hmm. uh, I would notice, like a lot of celebrities, especially American, obviously, mm-hmm. will come mm-hmm. out at some point and align mm-hmm. themselves Christian. Yeah, and Chris Pratt. Chris uh, Pratt's he's, a, he's another one. example. Um, I know Zachary Levi did, um, who was guy who played Chuck and was also in. If you haven't watched Chuck, that's an awesome TV series. Yeah, all right. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's. I can't think of anyone's off the top of my head, but oh, I can think of more. Yes. Um, Matthew McConaughey. Yep. Um, more, more, others. <laughs> more people. There but are is, others. There are there's a, a lot of there's singer, a plethora. There's a lot of stuff like. That. I Absolutely. mean, like, uh, U2 would be another big one yep. that would come out with lots of stuff. Yeah. And it's kind of it's interesting in the sense because first of all, you're like, well, why bring it up? Mm. Um, if it's how relevant is it, or what reason is it to do that? And what is that response like? What's we also have a really interesting response to that. Because mm. um, mm. especially in the past, and like knowing a celebrity that I like mm-hmm. aligned with my spiritual values, was like that's amazing. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting how that becomes like a huge buzz. Yeah, it's like it's it's a it's a, it's a magnification. It's a cultural magnification. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah even because you know, I think a lot of these people who who are sincere in their faith, they're just being open and honest in the same way that I might be open and honest. It just so happens they've got thousands of cameras on them and so it yeah, becomes yeah, amplified yeah. and multiplied and so everyone knows and it's the masses which take that and run with it and go, mm. oh my goodness, this is so exciting. This person identifies in faith. Because um, it validates yeah. you. Yes, yeah, it validates, yeah, absolutely. Uh, us as the, as the plebs. Yes. It, it gives us validation that someone famous would like look in our general direction in a sense yes. and kind of go, yes. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um. And I think in America, obviously, that plays a big role because that's a very large religious cultural movement over there. Yes. I wouldn't say majority of people anymore from what I understand statistics, but it's still a large chunk. Absolutely. And it's more culturally embedded. And it really is. Like, it's not the same in Australia. Yeah. Not the same in the UK. 
it's really that there's very interesting cultural phenomenons about the US and its history that has made it such a, a driving cultural force over mm. there. Yes. So So it's more more prominent over there, absolutely. Yeah, that's right. So I guess like I mean in some ways I guess that sort of covers why to do it but but even then like is there a validity like and let's just we are going to get a little judgy here sure we are just stuff yeah but what do we think about that what do we think about like going public with your faith Uh, I didn't have a problem with it yeah to be honest because it's you you just you know it's like getting a new haircut and I'm not saying it's the same (laughs) equivalent but I don't think there's anything problem Celebrities aside, and I will talk about celebrities because this yeah. is obviously relevant, but um, I don't think personal faith has to be synonymous of private faith. So I'm very public about my faith. Now, I don't shout it from the rooftops and everything like that. Yeah, but I think like, okay, so... But I'm just being authentic about the fact. It's like, yeah, I do give allegiance to Jesus. It affects my... It's it's the way I exegete all things. You yeah. Know? All right, well, but let's scale up and scale down. Yeah. So... First of all, at a celebrity level, yeah, um, someone is going to come out and decide that they're going to announce that they have a Christian alignment in yeah. their faith. Yeah. Like that is a calculated, decided press release. Mm. Like that wasn't something that was just done on the whim. Mm-hmm. Um, they decided that this would be good for a reason. Mm. Otherwise, there's no reason to say it. Okay. Um, so that is like it was put out there sure. intentionally yeah. for a desired response. Um. What do we think about that concept first and first, first of all? So, well, I'll have to see an example of that. Whilst- well, oh, okay. I mean, let's say, I mean, even like, okay, Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt. Right. Yeah. yeah. Comes out, decides to put up on Facebook. Like a Bible Christian, verse. Or- Christianity, thumbs up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Intentional, chosen. Like, there's no way someone at that level put that out there without considering why they would like sure. do it. Yeah, um, and running it past a press release. This is interesting because you because you, you said before the opening of this episode we're going to be a little bit judgmental, but I guess I'm sitting back. I'm like, well, I actually don't want to judge that. Like, I'm not saying I'm you know, I'm, I'm you know got got it all together. I mean, we all make judgments, but I guess I'm sitting there going, well, I really don't know. Like, maybe he just does want to be out and proud and be like, you know, that's just what I believe. Like, Possibly, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. We don't complain when it's on the other end of the spectrum. You know, if someone wants to be a loud atheist because they want to advocate for free reason or something. Oh, yeah. Like, no, I'm not... I'm, I'm, I'm for people sharing their worldviews, I guess. Yeah. Um, okay, let me... You, you're seeing it that... Uh, your, your, your question is, are they doing it... I'm not saying that you know the answer to this, but you're got, you, you have question marks because you're going, well, is, is there something else to this? Are they... Why? I guess, yeah, I guess like it's like what is the intent in this stuff? Yes, I mean, and yes. I find it hard to really think that to put something out on that large scale. Yeah, and we are going to scale it down and see if it's any different. Yeah, um, is really anything else other than self-serving as far as the using of the platform mm. and the media? Because mm. um, if it wasn't self-serving, mm. I really can't see why you would publicize it officially. Hmm. Mm. No, 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 I understand. I understand the, the, the logic. I, I, it's funny enough, Kanye West is probably the only example I can think of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's, um, it's Because I'm like Chris Pratt, we are assuming a bit. Like, I've, 
Oh yeah, it's just the way it seems... hyper... It was more hypothetical. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I, I know what you mean. Yeah. You weren't actually saying this is what Chris Pratt did. It's just I brought up Chris Pratt and therefore used that as a possible latched. hypothetical. I just latched, yeah. yeah. <laughs> see, see, Kanye West is probably the only example I can think of. Yeah, go. Um, where he seemed, mu- he seemed, he seems much more intentionally deliberate mm-hmm. in a in an odd way. Okay, what he's doing, um, which it could still be sincere, and that's where I want to be really careful. But it's it. It's, it gives me vibes. It gives me like I don't know what you're doing here, man. Vibes. Like I'm not sure if you heard recently, but he was um, he he gave a 20 minute spill at Lakewood Church, which is Joel Austin's church. Oh really? Yeah, that happened on Sunday. Just Sunday, just gone. And he said things like, oh, and he's also said things in an interview like, um, he's joke. He it was half joking, but he did it in a very, from what I gathered, a very ego centered way, which was like. They sh- I should rename myself, you know, Christian billionaire Kanye West. And I'm like, wow, dude. Wow. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, oh. and this is where I'm confused. Yeah. This is where I'm confused because I sit there and go, on one hand, if they're, and I know you said you didn't want to kind of like judge whether he's Christian or not. And okay, sure. But I, on one hand, I do want to actually go, okay, um, Am I going to see positive fruit in the direction where he does grow in humility? Not at the moment, but maybe. But if his faith <laughs> is sincere, I mean, we all start somewhere. But then at the same time, I also go, who does that? Who's what? What even just on a more mundane, basic human level, mm. m- makes statements like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so he's probably the only example I can think of right now. Where yeah, it's yeah, probably yeah. a bit more cool. explicit. Well, well, yeah, everyone else has been more subtle but because it's their lives are magnified it comes out like justin bieber for example like he's never made a song and dance about it it just so happens that people notice that he hangs out with um particular pastors oh from no Hillsong. he made us like there was a public statement and stuff about it was it oh yeah 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 right yeah definitely okay. yeah um yeah like he talked about hillsong church and yeah uh, but... he, made, he made a no i wouldn't say he made a song and dance but it was a Intentional public, but that's what I mean. Like, where's the difference between song and dance and just being making a statement? Like, well, that's from my question: Is there any difference? Yeah. Um, Whereas I say that, yeah. So my 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 answer, I guess, would be say there probably is a difference. All right. But where where where's your angle? Well, let me throw let me throw a Bible verse out. Yeah. (laughs) So. Uh, it's Matt 6.5. It says, like, when you pray, don't be like the hypocrites. Yeah, but they love to stand yeah, yeah. on the synagogues on the street corners and be seen by others. So mm-hmm. I tell you truly, they have already received their reward in full. Yeah. Which is a really interesting little verse. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, I always read that as, not as, again, people go, well, they, will get, they won't get another reward. They'll rob, rob themselves. Yeah, I, don't, sure. I largely don't usually see verses as something future proactive, more as something descriptive of the way things are. Yeah, sure. Um, like, for me, I read this as like, for those quote-unquote hypocrites, they're standing on the street corner to get praise and attention mm-hmm. um, for their soapbox or whatever. Yeah. And they will get that. Yeah. And that's what they were after. Mm-hmm. And they got their reward. That's, yeah. that's what they wanted. They didn't want anything else. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so I do see this separation when I look at large public figures making faith declarations. Because mm-hmm. again, that's why I don't want to say anything about their personal faith. Because I find yeah. when people when those figures get up there and make big public statements that it's actually probably quite separate from their actual faith. Yeah, right. Because I think they're, assuming they have a genuine yeah. thing on the hypothetical level here, Yeah. Uh, usually that's something quite personal and something real. Sure. But what they put up isn't that. Mm. It is very much 
this is the attention, this is something I need you to know, this is for a purpose and a reason. Yes. And they will get, they are aiming to get something out of that. Yeah, totally. Um, so, yeah, no, I would maybe unfairly say that for the most part, um, a statement of faith or an alignment in a public announcement is always mm. largely self-serving. Mm, interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess I would say that... Let's take that verse, for example, right? It also says verses earlier when Jesus says, well, you're, you're the light of, light of the world, a city on the hill, it shine, everyone can see it, mm-hmm. and people will praise your good works that you do, your Father. So I would say he's not inherently saying that it's ever wrong to do anything publicly. It's no, just, definitely and not. I know you're not saying that either, no, no. but I'm just trying to get to the heart of what, what's been because said here. Because a light doesn't go, I'm a light, I'm yeah, a light, yeah, yeah. I'm a light. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A light just shines. Yeah, a light just shines. And people will see it and people will... Yeah, and know. that's awesome. I think like if... Yeah. if I mean, let's take Kanye. If it were to come out that mm. people like, wow, you know, we actually got to know this guy and mm. we actually saw how he treats his family and the yeah. work he does outside of his public work and dude, that guy's... Absolutely, faith. absolutely. Like, uh, so I, I'm not saying we're not seeing the eye to eye on that. I, th- I think we are. I, I'm, I'm probably going well because it is about intentions. I can't see anyone's intentions. I can't. I can't actually. The, the whole point of the Pharisees, I think, the point. I think it'd be wrong. To, uh, to some extent, we can have question marks when it seems a bit more flamboyant. It seems a bit more overt. It seems a bit more explicit, mm. um, such as the Pharisees. So I would say that can raise question marks. But for me, that's all I can do. I uh, maybe there being I mean, some people who maybe some people really are just like the they just are naturally a life of the party and be like, yeah, I love Jesus. <laughs> like maybe they just really are like that, and they just like they just want to put put it all on the pedestal because they're just so loud and proud about their faith. Yeah, yeah. So I, I just want to be careful because it's it's it can always be so hard to discern that. Yeah, and I definitely want to. Um, like for me, a, it's like a, you pull the log out of your own eye. For me, that statement yes. is is never about oh now let's try to find the Pharisees. It's going for me. That's that verse is about are you the Pharisee? Yes, definitely. Yeah. And this is actually ultimately where I want to spin this conversation. Yeah, um, because. All right, so if we say that that's sort of the situation, and I think you're right, like I would never want to assume anyone's intent. Yeah. But at the same time, we can say an apple tree is an apple tree because it has bears apples. Yeah, like, yeah um, totally. So we can go someone mm. acts a certain way and we can at least mm. understand mm. what's growing there. Yes. Um, on some level. Yeah, totally. Understanding that people are far more complicated than trees. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> and require much but more it's therapy. A, it's a good metaphor. It's a metaphor um, Jesus uses and yeah, yeah, the rest yeah. of the scriptures. So, if we scale it down for you and me, oh, just make the noises. We drink. People okay. know this. It's I know, fine. but I didn't want to. <laughs> oh, <laughs> suck it up, Nathan. Oh, jeez, <laughs> it's gone all fluffy. What's the term? Fizzy. Go. Sorry, I interrupted. Nah, with my beer. Change approved. <laughs> all right, let's scale it down then. Mm-hmm. So. How different is it when we jump on social media on our own public little soapboxes yeah. and find ways to proclaim and just chuck stuff out there? It's funny because this is what I do. I know. On. I'm not having a go at you in I this, know, but I, I think it's because, like, you know, I, I have done it as well. Um, yeah. 
and you know we all do it uh, on some level mm. uh, it's it's the heart of what social media is is about yes. garnering attention for ourselves to build our soapbox pretty much um yeah. what's so different i guess for us and even though we may have good intent, mm. if we really analyze the actions of what we're doing, what is it we're after? Mm. Um, yeah. So I guess like for me personally, I've always been really, I've always had like a love-hate relationship with social media in that sense. Yeah. Um, or any, any sort of public stance on things, yeah. like even having a podcast like this. Totally. Because um, there is a self-serving attitude um, oh, absolutely. Aspect to it, and yeah. but by no and means to deconstruct that's not always that's not inherently wrong either. It's like, no, definitely self not. Is not wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, yeah. like yeah, I know you know that. Yeah, I just yeah. wanted to put it out. There. It is good to put it out there because yeah. we can sound judgy, and we have said judgy. But again, we don't like mm. the right and wrong aspect. Yep. We'd rather talk about things differently. Yep. Um. So I always, I guess, I've more often than not try to use. Com- um, social media is to start conversations mm-hmm. to actually garner interaction yeah, rather than to promote a certain perspective or something like that. And we do yeah. try to do that with our podcast here as well as best we can. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but, you know, there's also a self-reflection in that going, well, maybe that's just a, a way I want to present myself. I mm. want to present myself who was question-based and community-based mm-hmm. and stuff, mm. but even that is self-serving. Mm. Interesting. Um, yeah. yeah. So... I don't know. Where do we find the line on that? Ha. Um, <laughs> Lel. Where do we, where, where do we kind of go? Mm. Why am I putting this stuff out there? Why am I just throwing Bible verses out? Why am I throwing mm. thoughts out or mm. quotes from books? Mm. Um, at what level is that? I read a smart book today and here you should all see a quote that I oh, read absolutely. from it. Or this will change your life. You should hear it. Oh, yeah. Rather than going, actually waiting for that to come up naturally or for that just yeah, to be a normal absolutely. everyday thing. Like, yeah, okay, yeah. Respond. Yeah, yeah, totally, totally. I mean, I can only speak for myself. Like, yeah, there's there's an aspect which can be self-serving and, and and you know, but I can only speak for myself because I, I am one of those people who posts regularly like quotes or I have a thought and I want to share that thought. Hmm. But for me, I just I just like sharing my hmm. thoughts, you know. Um, I just have a – I guess it's the teaching bent to me. I have a very teaching, like, I want to – Put throw this out there and see and see if this kind of my one of my missions in life is for people that have a hard moments like oh I never thought about it like that and for their life mm. to change in the positive yeah, yeah so when I share something my intention is to try to actually share it in a way that goes ah oh, I never thought about it like that that's an interesting perspective mm. and sure I can get a good like. Oh, yeah, yeah, Look yeah. That they they learnt something from me, <laughs> but the better side of me actually does want to see a growth in them. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. So speaking for myself, that's why I would share like a lot of stuff like that. Yeah, right. Okay. You know, um, I, I know you weren't asking for me directly, but it's just no, no, interesting. Yeah. Well, that's I think that's what we can really reflect on. Yeah, yeah. And I guess because that's that that you know going back to that text and seeing it from a. Rather than what's the other person doing, but rather what I'm doing that yeah. log out of own eye vibe. Yeah, exactly. That's how I that's how I see my post thing. You know, and, and intention my intention's always mixed because everyone's intention's always mixed. Mm-hmm. My hope is that the mix is probably higher on the genuine <laughs> Yeah, yeah. End and I think there's I think that's just lifelong growth as mm-hmm. well. 
Um, there's always going to be a, a shadow side to myself, which has, yeah. a, has an ego to it. So I want that to be fulfilled and met. Mm-hmm. Um, my hope is that as I grow in life, that that side, though never completely going, and perhaps it never completely should, but perhaps there, I do think that as I grow, I do try to get more sincere in what I in 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 why I share what I share, mm. and because I do ask that question, I when I post something, I go like sometimes I even pray about it. Like sometimes I actually pray and go, I I hope this will change someone's life, mm-hmm. and not for me. I actually just hope this someone grows from this, or there's a perspective in it that frees them. Yeah. Right. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, That's interesting. But, yeah. So shift the discussion a little bit. Mm-hmm. I just got to get moving through my thought. That's great. Much. <laughs> Rock and roll. <coughs> you cough. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I would just comment. He turned his head. And he coughed. turned his head and coughed. He's <laughs> back. He's laughing. He's, he's, la- <laughs> he's laughing more. He ha- he told me to stop. Sorry. Go on. Sorry, Ben. It's oh, it's amazing how much that just renders me like I can't do anything. Said <laughs> <Same> Ben. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Although I love doing it to other people. <laughs> All right, I'll stop. Um, so part of the qu- question then it comes down to is like, what is genuine faith? Mm. Like, wh- wh- like I, I put up a question on my um, blog the other day mm-hmm. and I'm still getting some responses on it. And I'm Wait, what? I haven't seen this posted. I know. I think because I haven't posted it in a while, it hasn't gone up very well. Oh, damn. Um, okay. Have a search for it, people. Yes. <laughs> ben talking. talking. Go check it out. Ben talking. Yes. Uh, I put up the question because before I put up any blog post, I always, wanna, I always try to put up a thing first that actually gets people's questions going because I want to hear people's responses so I can incorporate that into so it's more of a community post than it is just my individual yep. thoughts yeah um, so I put up the question how would you define someone as Christian um, oh, man I'm going to find that <laughs> wonderful and, and I wanted to word the question in such a way as because like some people don't so it's not mm. like yeah yeah uh, you can def- take that however you like but yep. it's like if, and it's not for us to judge if someone is or isn't yeah but like if someone has said they're Christian or you would identify them as Christian, how is it that you kind of go, well, that is what a Christian is? Yeah. Um, and answer that however you like. Please go mm, and do it. Mm. Um, so I've been playing with this question a little bit myself because yes. I've had to def- redefine that for myself in a lot of ways as well. Mm. Um, but yeah, I guess like what is genuine faith mm. um, when it comes to, and you know, we can, we'll, we'll take this back up at the end and go, how do we then display mm. that publicly if we can? Yeah. Um, so, have you got a response? Any thoughts on that at all? That question. <laughs> that question. It's an essay, Ben. It's an essay. Well, I podcast it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, no, it's just that's too 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 big of a question to answer in some ways. Like, what what makes someone a Christian? I mean, you, I could just say simply one who confesses and lives that Jesus is Lord. But then you've got to unpack then, what that means. Unpack <laughs> what that means and. And whether there are some doctrinal implications that mm. are baked into that as well. Yeah. You know, so that's such a large question. Well, it is. And I think like, and I think that's part of the, the baked in point of it as well, because, mm. and that was something I started to realize is mm. we can't really want to, we don't want to get too caught up on details with that in some ways, because mm. it has to be broad. It has to be something that's mm. like, because if it was just, and we've obviously, people have fought wars and killed people over definitions yes. of what is and isn't Christian. Like yeah. people have literally died. Literally. Yes. Um, yeah. Because someone said, this is what a Christian is. It's this set of doctrinal beliefs. And if you're not that, and you're saying that you are, then you must be killed. 
um, because you're a heathen. Hmm. Amen. No, I'm joking. <laughs> Amen. That's a joke. That's a joke. Kill them all. Yeah. Um, Kill them all. Yeah. And so, like, you know, I guess, like, ultimately in the day for me, it's um, what I've, where I've come to is this hmm. anyone who lives, wishes to live in the way of Christ. It's hmm. um, pretty good answer. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And, you know, and like I've said on here as well, my understanding of Christ is something that is part of all things and the interconnectedness yes, of yes, everything yes. and that we understand that that lives in a life, death, resurrection, mm. growth, mm. healthy cycles. So that is, for me, the way of Christ in a sense, and that's all wrapped up in love. Mm. So, and I don't know if I've ever said on here, but, you know, I, Brad Jersak definitely wrote this in his book, um, mm. you know, like a, there can be a Christian Hindu. like yeah. Yeah. Because a Hindu can live in the way of Christ and yeah. still have their doctrinal beliefs, mm. and I yeah I'm a big advocate and a big believer of that as well. Mm. Um, mm. So it's not always about the sp- specific words. So when I hear someone say I'm a Christian, I'm a f- I often am listening not so much to the words they say, but the heart behind that. Like yeah, what the is the story? Yeah, what is yeah. Uh, I, I'm looking for? Are you communicating or are you able to articulate in some way that you've had a death, uh, like yeah. that meeting with Christ, the waking up to that idea mm, has mm. actually caused a fundamental change in you in yes. some way because yes, it yes, should. Yes. <laughs> like, absolutely, absolutely. Um, and is that ongoing and can you see how that's actually yes. humbling you, making you smaller in a, yes. in a sense of personality, in a, in a yeah, personal totally, loving totally, sense, not totally. in a... Be less of yourself. Sense. Yeah, I know what you mean. Um, so, it, in a sense, it is a very big, broad thing. Sure, sure. This is big, like yeah, big sandbox <laughs> that yeah. you can play in. But yeah, um, and like I, I, and to some extent, I resonate with that. To some extent, I have like qualifiers or nuances mm-hmm. to that. Because even Brad Jersak, you know, even 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 he said in our podcast that isn't to say that. You know, all beliefs are healthy or something. You yes, know, if someone definitely. believes in Molech child sacrifice, like yeah, yeah, yeah. no, that's that should be thrown out. Yeah, or Christian purity culture. Or Christian purity <laughs> culture. Yeah, but I, I want to. But we, I, and this is where I sometimes want to maybe sound traditionalist. I don't know, but I actually want to outwork those implications because yeah, I, I want to say, okay, because we talk about you know Christian being Hindu follower of Christ. I go, mm, okay, yes. But if they still believe in a kind of a Hindu caste system, like, no, that's evil. That's yes. wrong. Yes. That is wrong, capital W. That's right, yeah. <laughs> and if it came... Because it's not in the way of Christ. It's on the way of Christ. That's right. So I, I want to say yes, and yet when you follow in the ways of Christ, it's inevitable that in time, whether it be your own self-constructed Christianity, to pull the log out of our own life, but also whether it be your own Hinduism or your own humanism or your own ism, mm. There will have to be parts of that which, if they don't match the ways of Christ, it should be thrown out. Mm. Um, now, perhaps you don't have to do that in a the totality of one's worldview or faith type vibe. Mm. In, in another podcast that's coming out that I'm doing, <laughs> in my own, when I asked Brad Jersak a very pointed question on this, because I can hear the pushbacks when people when I talked about an inclusive view of salvation, the pushback I heard from others to which I brought a question to him, which was, um, you know, I know Pentecostal charismatics, more from that end, who have a dramatic conversion experience, who were from Hindu background, Islamic background, hear that you're saying that you can be a follower of Christ in those contexts. And I can hear them going, wait, have you been to my country and grew up the way I did with, you know, Islamic politics or Hinduism? Mm. And I'm like, are you trying to tell me that me throwing out my complete faith was 
wrong because I want to be a radical follower of Jesus? Mm. That was the question I put to him, and he answered it brilliantly. He yeah. says, he said, well, look, any, any remove the light. He's essentially said, remove all the labels and just say, is it bringing light or darkness? Yes. Yep. And he says, and if there is darkness, whether it's in Hinduism or in your own Christianity, mm. throw it out. Yeah. And I love that. Yeah, um, brilliant. It, I don't know. I'm kind of riffing on what you're saying now. We're not exactly, um, I don't know, just covering the topic, <laughs> but I'm getting into the flow of things. Um, but it's just to say, yes, we've but to what you said, but I would probably put a lot of qualifiers in there. Mm. And, and and then there's then there is questions of like, well, because there's often has been a distinction between belief and practice. Mm. And whilst I respect that to some extent, I also think the overemphasis on practice has had this implicit assumption that there's therefore no orthodoxy baked into orthopraxy. In other words, there's no right belief baked into right practice. Mm-hmm. And I only go, no, it's just embodied belief. Yes. But you are believing something. You might just be not be cognitive, but you believe in something with your body. Mm. And so I want to say in that sense, perhaps beliefs still are important. Um, mm. You know, this opens up a can of worms I heard recently on another podcast, which was the question can of worms. I'm not saying we have to address it now, just as an example of a can mm. of worms of belief, like yeah. explicit orthodoxy. The question was, do you have to believe in, is is is, Trini- is the Trinity central to to what it means to be a Christian? Yeah. That was the question. And they didn't answer it directly like, yes, no, they broke yeah. it down and yeah, yeah, outplayed yeah. it. But I just thought that was interesting because it goes, ah, that's a core central doctrine which I would hold on to, and I'm much more interested is how are these doctrines, these historic doctrines, trickle down into practice so yes. much so that when you don't believe in that, it actually does have an, a visceral effect yeah, yeah, yeah. on what it's, it means to be a Christian. Yeah, I mean, it's like a little bit about, uh, I can't quite remember the research, but there's a re- really interesting research that's been done about people who believe in an angry God mm-hmm. and people who believe primarily in a loving God. Yes. And how that actually psychologically plays out in the way that they um, live their life, as far yes. as their values, the way that they treat other people. Yes. Um, yeah. It it's not an intentional thing. Like I believe in a loving God, so thus I will show more authority and more um, hierarchical systems <laughs> in the way that mm. I live. It's not. It's not intentionally done that way, but mm. Mm. it infuses into your life. Yes. Yes. That says it's kind of like I guess the apple apple trees. Mm. Like you know. Mm. Um, it, yes. it works its way out, and often they find that people who believe in an authoritarian, yes. angry God mm. treat other people in a hierarchical, mm. top-down, oppressive sort of way yes, at, yes. as a stereotype, yep. um, whereas people who believe in a loving God tend mm. to have more yes. of a softer understanding towards things, broader in their understandings, um, happy to serve, more humility. Yes, yes. Um, and yeah, so it's interesting, like you're yeah. saying, it trickles and, down. And, and that's why I think there is a complex interplay. Because yes, definitely. I, I do think I probably am a bit more hesitant. I say yes, but, and the yes, but is my hesitancy in probably more progressive circles where there is an overemphasis on orthopraxy. And mm. I want to go, actually, I think what you believe does matter mm. to some extent. I, I know some people can be more pragmatic and they can just be loving without any doctrine attached to it or anything like that. But I also want to go, there is something much more beautiful about a, a story to the cosmos that when you ground yourself in it, you can live out of it. There's there's that juice, there's that energy yeah, in that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so having a faith system, I would say, is, is the grounding impetus or the juice that yep. that will carry somebody throughout the dry spells where they really don't feel like loving somebody. Mm. 
because then they can go, well, I believe in the universe about love going towards love. So I'm actually going to love. Yeah. If that makes sense. Right? Yeah. Even yeah. when I'm having awesome. a shitty day. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I mean? All right. So then let's dial it back out the other direction. Yep. So how then do we make that play out on social media? Mm. If we're using it? So big question. Cause yep. I get like, I just a really blunt direct one for me. When I see people post up mm-hmm. just a Bible verse up yep. on Facebook, that yep. literally means nothing. I agree. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and I get that it was me, like maybe yeah. you read it, maybe yeah. you saw it and you're like, that's really meaningful for me. It's probably meaningful for someone else. I'm just going to yep. chuck it up. Yeah. But you've shared nothing of mm. yourself in that. Mm. You've mm. shared nothing of your journey in that. You've yeah, made yeah, no yeah. heartfelt effort to connect with anyone in that. Mm. And mm. honestly, and I, I, I always believed in this when I, whenever I was preaching as well, mm. um, if you're not going to get up there and be real mm-hmm. or, mm. and if you're not going to give personal context and vulnerability to whatever it is that you have to say, yeah. then you, I really don't believe you have a right to actually say oh, totally, it. Totally. Totally. Um, yeah. And, and I know that's hard when it comes to social media, which has like a text limit and you yes. know, the, the, the program, the software starts dialing down your, yes. the, your visibility and all that sort of stuff. Yes. Yes. Um, but I think there's something in that. Like the, uh, because with social media, we perpetuate a behavior as well. Mm, mm. Um, and so when we see people just quoting Bible verses, we're like, mm. well, that's cool because that's that means it's okay. And yeah. it's like, well, yeah, you know yeah. what? It's actually not. Like, Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, can, can I just say one... Please do. One pushback that I, I think is important. Because sometimes I do that. I'm not just saying it in defense of myself. No, no, yeah. Uh, I'm actually saying this in, in a very rationally thought out way is that sometimes there is already a context but it can be not your own context, but it could be a political context or it could be something that's happening in society. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's a context to it. Um, maybe the only reason, the reason why I perhaps agree when I say when it's just Bible verse and when it's like that, regardless of what's happening in society, the reason why I would say yes probably to that is because, I don't know, I'm only speaking for myself when I post things, I actually try to, it's a it's a statement about what's happening. Even mm. so, even if I don't have anything else added to it, so for me, the context might not be a context of my own life. Mm. For me, a context might be. So I did one recently. I'll give give an example recently. Yep. Okay, um, I think it was mostly in the context of. I think. <sighs> don't quote me exactly on on the time and date of this, but it had something to do with what was happening on Manus Island and with that we have Scott Morrison as prime minister, who's all for that. And so I just posted with, with really no explanation other than hashtag Brown Jesus was <laughs> for those who identify as Christian, always remember we worship a dark skinned uh, yes. Palestinian refugee Jew who was born around a dirty farm animals and grew up in what was considered the bad parts of town who didn't have wealth to his name. Right. I gave no like explanation, yeah. but there was already a political climate so they were, I just, I just put, I just put a statement out there in that sense. Right. Um, so that's all I'm saying as a pushback might be, there could, there could be a context and that's not be a personal context. could be more of a socio context that you, you know, that the time of your post, well, depends, I guess. Some people yeah, might yeah, not really Yeah. I mean, like everything's that. contextual as yeah. well. So then, yeah. yeah so you, you, you can post it in such a manner that goes, Ooh, I wonder if he's touched on that. Mm. I don't know. But I guess like, even on that, like I would still say, mm. like, cause I saw that go up and I was mm. like, yep, great little line to throw out there. Mm. But 
what are you sharing of yourself there? Yeah. Like what's because hmm. I didn't get that. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah, um, totally. And I, and I guess like what I what my heart would be here is to kind mm. of go, how can we for our listeners promote mm. um, not a rule, yeah, but at least a, a better way of doing things, a better way, a heart. Like yeah, when, when you when you go to put something up. Mm. What is the heart? Like, I mean, at the end of the day, it's kind of back to that verse and guess what we were sort of judging for celebrities. Like, mm. if you think of it as you're putting out a public statement, yep. why are you doing it? Like, yeah. What's like the that. intent of that? It's, it's um, probably food for thought for me when I do my yeah, posts. Yeah, yeah. Um, Going forward, that is. <laughs> <laughs> Retrospectively yes. edit out. And, and, and I'm also aware of this because, you know, part of us is, you know, we're both sitting here. We're people who enjoy writing and we're yes. very in touch with ourselves and lots of stuff. Mm. Um and I get that that's not like natural for everyone to do. And I'm not advocating that everyone writes an essay when they put out something yeah. on Facebook by any yeah. means or a blog post or something. Mm. But even just something like, read this today, it meant this to me because... Yeah, like, I like that. Like just really simple, really mm. like heartfelt. And mm. I really if you're like not that. comfortable to be that vulnerable with something as personal and interactive as faith, then leave that off social media perhaps yes. and leave it for more real life interactions, which let's be honest, I think are more realistic and Absolutely. more influential anyway. Yes. Um, but yeah, just think of the place for it because mm. otherwise I think if you just, if it's to chuck something up to kind of go, I read this awesome thing, look, a Christian thing. Mm. Um, yeah. You're, you're getting the recognition that you wanted out of that. Well mm. done. Move on. Mm. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I I understand the heart of what you're saying, and yeah. I for the most part agree. I just think for the most part, sometimes people just want to put something and get people thinking. Yeah, and like because a, a big part of faith, like social media is mm. building your identity. Like yeah, so and I get and I get that as well. Yeah, like, like for instance, I, I mean, and check a sticker in your car because it identifies <laughs> oh God. your cultural group. Jeez, don't get me started there. <laughs> I would never have a little Jesus sticker or a little Christian symbol sticker on the car. I I only done it. I've only ever done it once. Yeah. And but like my thing with all of that, if I've ever done anything like that, it's always obscure. Yeah, interesting. Um, so I had like, um, on my very very first car, I had the Zaytai fish. Yep. Um, but it was like a silver one, and it actually incorporated into the pattern that was already on the car. Yeah. So if you knew what you're looking for, you yeah. would identify with it, but it, it wasn't in any way overt. <laughs> that's, that's funny. Isn't it? I feel like you're just doing that, like just to be like sly. <laughs> yeah, but, but <laughs> I guess like, cool. but you know, and and mm. this definitely re- reflects on a lot of my my stance with this stuff as well. Mm. Like I, I don't like to be overt for overt's sake. Mm. Uh, I don't mind identifying with a group if that group would see it and go, "Oh, cool, we connect." Mm. Um, in a way of going, "Oh, all right, cool, we can actually chat or something." Yeah. yeah. Um. But I don't usually take a promotional yeah. stance. Yeah, um, yeah. But that's again, it's a personal thing. Yeah, because I, mean, um, I feel like some of this could be personality. I think it is as well. Because like, like I, I post a lot of things, and so I, I would say, I seventy percent of them I actually do write an explanation. Yeah, yeah I agree. Yeah, you do. Um, but you know, the thirty percent of the time I don't. Even now, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying I'm perfect. They're all, of course, there'll be ego attached <laughs> to it a lot of the time. But even there, there, sometimes I just just want to chuck something out there. And that's yeah, just yeah. my personality. I'd just be like, oh, wow, I thought of that. That's, wow. Or, or 
I just read that. Oh my goodness. This yeah. could help others. Let yeah, me yeah, post yeah. this. Yeah. And that's really yeah, great. Right. And, and I'm like, like yeah, I'm yeah. just going to share this with the world and see, see this in, and hopefully it resonates with yeah, somebody. Yeah, cool. like, and I think you've communicated like, you know, you actually do process that through your heart and you have yes. a reason for doing it and all that yeah, yeah, stuff, yeah. which is really cool. So yeah. Yeah. yeah but um, it's, it's interesting you mentioned the Bible verses because that is something that annoys the shit out of me. Oh, it really does. Hey. I don't know why, <laughs> but it just does. It's just like, it's just a verse. Like, yeah. It's like, yeah, that's a really interesting passage that you've just quoted out of yeah. context. Was there a reason you were bringing it into my day? Like- yeah, 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 exactly. You know, oh dear. Yeah. But yeah, so in <laughs> wrapping this up. Because well, well, let's move it back up because okay, go, go, we've go, gone go. down. You've gone down. To the, to, to like us plebs. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Back up to celebrities. So we now have, I don't know. Do we want to bring it back up to celebrities? Is there anything more to say? <laughs> yeah, inter- it's actually, it is really hard. I mean, it's interesting because yeah. because they're so removed. Yes. Um, so I think I would always take anything said from a celebrity platform with a very serious grain of salt mm, mm. as far as... I mean, because faith is interpersonal and you have no interpersonal relationship with these people. Mm. Um, <laughs> yeah. So... In any way that it reacts, interacts with you personally, mm. it is just a public post. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so there's nothing. I would. No, I, I, I get it. Yeah, I, get I would it. say I would. I think I'm going to be brave enough to say there's nothing really spiritual about that as yeah. far as its interaction with you. But that all that's not to say that their faith isn't genuine. That's why I said right from the beginning where I don't want to comment on yeah totally. them as people because I yeah. don't know them. I don't yeah, have a spiritual exactly. connection with them to exactly. make any comment on that. Yeah. Um, but it is interesting when we go onto a public forum and we posted everything out there in a public sense, we mm. are reaching out to people we don't have a connection with mm. just like celebrities are. Yeah. So I think we can, um, I think we can learn from the way it comes across yep. from them in the way, let's turn into a social media episode, um, yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> in the way that we promote our own spirituality mm. and our own genuine faith and what it means to have that. Mm. 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 Probably don't rename yourself Christian billionaire. No, no, that's a lot. name here. <laughs> Goodness gracious me. Um, and don't like hang your faith on celebrities. Like the yeah. validation of your faith just isn't, no, don't do that. And that, no. I've always found that a bit weird. Yeah. Like, it's like, and <laughs> so what? So X, Y, Z person. Like just because a bunch of celebrities share your worldview doesn't validate it in any way at all. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. And that's, that is a whole, whole thing right there. Like. What is the psychology other than what we talked about before? Yeah. Of going... Because when you, say, get excited about a celebrity validate, you're actually saying something about the power of that person. You're buying into the power of that person. Mm. It's like, oh, some somehow the inner mechanics of just because they're famous therefore validate what they're saying. Yeah. What? Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> I guess what? that's what I mean by the, the like the platform is it's what it's being supportive of. Yeah. So yeah. Like yeah, totally. Oh dear. Um, your faith is valid because it's your faith. Yes. And like. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Basically. Boom. Hashtag. That's it. <laughs> all right. Well, we'll wrap it up there. Hopefully, you found this interesting and hopefully useful and slightly challenging and yeah. all that sort of good stuff. Yeah. And we'll, you'll be seeing all these 
isolated quotes from us pop yeah, up right. on our Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> I'll find a live Instagram that's account. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just random Bible verses. We believe in God. <laughs> I make you have that as a quote. We believe in God, God. Ben. <laughs> um, anyway. But yeah, we love you all. <laughs> yes. Any final thoughts, Nathan? No. No? I'm okay. fine. I really am. I'm fine. <laughs> Just roll with it. All right, guys. Well, we'll see you next time around. Bye.